0: Play, play, play. play the ghost exclusive. One, two, bring it to the phone. Coming real, it's the next episode. Cause ain't nothing but a g bag, baby. It's like this, and we got no love for those. So just chill. To the next episode.
1: This, 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 this show. What up?
0: What up? What up? What up? Welcome to the next episode number nineteen. Uh, WandaVision, we interrupt this program, baby They were talking about the fourth episode of WandaVision over on Disney Plus I'm your host, Bradley woman, man, Chris Bucky, right?
1: That's me, how's it going, everybody?
0: It's going good, Chris, thanks for asking
1: <laughs> Rock and roll!
0: Oh, man, kinda saw this episode coming Uh, going forward, spoilers, folks, so if you haven't seen the Big time. episode We tell you to go watch it and then come back because uh, it is getting better every episode, I believe. I love it. Um, I love, I took, love it. This episode one. It took me took me a minute to get fully on. I needed more episodes, I think. I knew I was gonna like it, I just needed I needed more time. I'm a late I'm a late bloomer, Chris. What it is.
1: A late bloomer is yeah, what this yeah. guy is.
0: Uh so we are out uh sorry, let me try that again. in uh, this episode is <laughs> still directed by Matt. Uh, we are Matt uh, ninety-four percent. This episode on Rotten Tomatoes. Uh, Monica Rambeau goes missing while working on a special mission regarding sentient weapons. Uh, that description Ooh. in itself is a spoiler. Um, and Chris, I'm curious because uh, I apologize if you can hear the people yelling in the hallway. Um,
1: Don't worry. That's anyway, fun. um,
0: one of the things that was announced really, really early was that Monica Rambeau was going to be an adult and in this show we had only seen her in captain marvel but they announced that back in 2019 at comic con
1: yes that's right it's been a long time in so
0: the this is what was funny to me is one of my friends hit me up and she's like oh my god i know you're not going to tell me anything because uh you make me listen to the show duh, which i tell everyone to do um duh. and i was like she was like uh i was what did she say exactly? I don't have my phone on me, but um, she said something like, "Oh my gosh, I totally did the, her the reveal of Monica Rambeau. Oh, crazy, da da da." And I was like, "Wait, you didn't know that?" And it,
1: yeah, they, I thought they yeah, I told you that a while back. I thought
0: exactly. So then I then I got to thinking about it and as like a regular person. Like that was a that was a big reveal for the show. And then I because once I thought about it, I hit her back and I was like, "I'm actually kind of jealous that." You got to experience that. you didn't
1: know. Isn't that great when you don't know things and they surprise you? Because we know so much because we read everything, we listen to everything, we watch everything. So sometimes we'll get twists or things that, you know, we've avoided spoilers. But stuff like that, like, we didn't get to experience that. We got to experience two years ago, we were like, oh, what an interesting idea. Instead of being like, oh, that's her. Yeah, instead of it being like
0: a bomb dropped on you. Like, what? Oh, that
1: girl's all grown up now.
0: Like, you know, I could.
1: Like, oh, man, I didn't know that. Yeah.
0: So I after I thought about it, I was like, man, that's I'm jealous. That's that would have been a cool reveal had I not known. Was, like for instance, yeah, it's it's like cool. it's like Mark Hamill showing up at the end of Mandalorian. Like nobody really heard that was gonna happen.
1: But no, that same no, it was, it's, it was, that same was experience, exciting. yeah.
0: Of not knowing. So that but it's also interesting that this would be the description for the episode, knowing if you didn't know. Cause it does start off Monica Rambeau goes missing while working on the blah blah
1: blah. So, uh, Chris, let's talk. Yeah, they really they they hit you right there in the beginning with it. yeah,
0: yeah. Chris, let's talk about the first like five minutes of this show. This show is we say it every episode. Show is way too short for because you just like right when you really get into it, it's like it's over. (laughs) And you're like, really?
1: Yeah, isn't that wild? It it keeps just being like, keeps giving you just enough, and then it ends. Like I did that actually this episode because like we're gonna talk about the way it was structured. And the way that it was telling the story, I I literally when it got to a certain point, I paused to see how much time was left, and it said nine minutes left, and I said shit, that means there's actually only like two and a half minutes left <laughs> of the show because of the credits. so it's just gonna because we're just gonna hit right up to where it is. I was like, damn it, I thought there might be a little something extra. So you know, you live and you learn, and you get loves.
0: Yes. Um. So this episode starts off phenomenally. I will say, it's. I got chills and it brought such a interesting factor back because we never really saw what it was like. I guess you could argue Spider-Man too, where it was but there was used more comedically versus Sure. Uh when Monica Rambo awakes in the hospital after the blip yeah. and it's just what a chaos. Great, yeah. And she find I uh, yeah. The whole thing, like the way it was shot, was it just brought back those those Infinity War feels when you're like, oh shit. Yeah, you know?
1: man. It's a cool, it's a cool idea too. Obviously it gives you a lot of backstory really quickly. Um, but I mean, that's something that we've talked about a lot on this podcast. And a lot of people that you and I have talked to like friends and stuff. When you discuss it, it comes up a lot. Like that idea that after five years, Tony snaps his fingers and brings everybody back. Right. And it's like, well, there are certain certain. Oh, Hulk you're, Hulk, you're right. Sorry. Hulk snaps his fingers and brings everybody back. Um, And it's, you're like, oh great, all the heroes are back and they all come to help. And then it's like, man, you start thinking and when you dig down deep, you get to see what they showed us at the beginning of this episode, which is after five years, if everybody appeared right where they left, it would be absolute chaos, Like there'd be people who'd be appearing on in the most in precarious, there were people who would die, like who would be killed immediately as soon as they reappeared because they were in a crosswalk and that's where they disappeared. Now they appear right as a semi takes them out or, you know, those that we, I think we jokingly talked about the idea like being in a plane, you could be, you could wake up. Yeah. A plane would be one. Now do you reappear in middle of the sky or do you reappear on the ground? If your plane crashed because the pilot disappeared, does the pilot get to live? Another big one that you and I talked about jokingly is the idea of like, what happens if you got married and had got remarried and you had kids and now those kids are three years old and all of a sudden your wife reappears? Like absolute pandemonium like, it would wreak on the world. Like the brothers. It's like – exactly. <laughs> so exactly. And this thing is the same thing. It's, it's asking that question – or it's it's showing the example of, wow, how great is it that half the universe was saved? Well, I guess the other half of the universe that that was lost was say it was brought back, but it would cause so many problems.
0: <laughs> yes, it, it it and it shows that in this episode where she's in the hospital, one her, yes. her she finds out her mom has died like two years ago.
1: Yeah, and five years too. That's the other thing I think that it was interesting to show. We got to see in this one, especially with the revelation that her mom, you know, had like you said, died two years prior. But like the idea that if it had only been a year. There's some adjustments that people make in a year, but most people would still be top of mind after five years. People have moved on with their lives. Yeah, like five, Even if you're still like hung up on it, like we saw at the beginning of Endgame, where Cap's doing the therapy sessions. Like even if you're still hung up on it, you're still struggling with it. You've made some changes in your life, and now everybody comes back like chaos.
0: Yeah, I think too. Um, the weirdest part, and this is like a small detail, is she wakes up. But when she got snapped in the first place, she was asleep. So right, her waking up is like she just woke up, not five years later. You know, like so. Think about all the exactly. people who were just asleep and then woke up.
1: And we're like, oh, back to snap. The, I mean,
0: back to a, another ridiculous question to ask, and about being in a plane and what happens with that, right? Well, most plane routes are the exact same. Usually, every day for i don't know how it really works to the t but for the most part you'll find uh, flight 01744 is the route from la to new york let's say all the time so would you appear on the plane in someone's lap like (laughs) Uh, who knows you know a whole plane just doubles up this,
1: this and half is a lot you know you you think of half when you watch infinity war you see a snap and you see, half the people right. disappear, and you are like, "Wow, that was a lot of people." But when you really break it down, like fifty percent is a ton of people. It goes from a relatively normal day at a hospital to a packed hospital instantly,
0: right? And it's yeah, I think that's the one of the details that was made very clear, but made at, like developed way more questions necessary than necessary. Mm-hmm. Is like yeah, it didn't when they snapped. It didn't just go back to the way things were. It just brought everybody back. Because exactly. that was all for Tony Stark. So he's the one who fucked it all up for every like made the madness for everybody because he didn't want to lose his family. And some
1: people and there and I'm sure there are a lot of people who had great experiences, you know, who came back and they were like, Well, howdy freaking how I'm back. Everybody, everything's fine. Like my family was still waiting for me. But there were a lot of people who came back to just absolutely dumpster fires. So. Yeah.
0: Uh anyway, moving on with the infinity piece. Uh so we find a lot a little bit more about Monica Rambeau, and who she's working for, which is, well, she, she's not, she got, a, like, asked to do the job, right? Like, she was trying to do something right. else, if I remember correctly? Yes. Um, But her mom, I guess, starts started S.W.O.R.D.
1: Was one of the people that started S.W.O.R.D., and she was apparently, you know, I'm guessing we could say that she was an astronaut in a, more of the space division where we saw Nick Fury at the end of Homecoming, or of uh, Far From Home. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, so she's definitely in that realm as well, and there's a lot of Captain Marvel touchbacks, like small stuff. Like I think she says one time, like he's like, "We're making sure we're protecting everybody from. You can never be too sure who's coming from other planets or space." And she's like, "Some could be allies or some shit like that," because she dealt with them and Captain Marvel. Um. So this episode actually it, it takes place outside of wanda's made-up world or television planet <laughs> whatever it is we still don't really know that but
1: television planet
0: yeah so you know monica rambeau goes down to runs into jimmy woo who is from the ant-man movies mm-hmm. i love the card trick
1: has an amazing easter egg in there him Pulling out his business card, the sleight of hand, like he wanted to learn in Ant Man and the Wasp. What a great little thread to weave in. There. Like
0: he's he, like he grew as a character. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like it showed him
1: like, unbelievable. How did you? How did you do it, Scott? I, I saw. I saw a. Uh, how'd you do it, Scott? What, what, what? the card? <laughs> the card. How'd you do it? Uh, I saw. I saw. I think it was a thread on like it could have been. I think it was Twitter, but it said it was something along it's like, "Hear me out. A Marvel. A Disney Plus show." Where Jimmy Woo's agent, I don't know what his last name is, um, travels around the country working cases for different Marvel events. Like Basically sort of like an X-Files monster of the week. Like He'll just show up and work a case in a town where something weird is going on. <laughs> he does just his kind of fun, quirky personality. And I was like, I would watch the shit out of that yeah, show. Yeah, that would
0: be pretty funny. Um, <laughs> hes He's just really funny. He's a good mashup. I like that they threw him in this, now that I think about it, because of the... When he did the magic and Wandavision, like it was like kind of goes together. It's a little minor detail, Um, but also in this episode we we finally get Kat Dennings back in the game. There we go. Yeah, she's back. uh, Another person being sent in to this figure out what's going on over there, and uh, apparently I I just read this recently, but apparently she hasn't been invited back to Love and Thunder.
1: Love and Thunder has not been invited back. Yeah, not back. Into the Thor series, I guess you'd say. Yeah. So you include her in this, but she's not welcome on the Thor set? My, uh, my,
0: th- I mean, I don't know what, where the setting is, but if they're in space, I mean, she's not, she's a grounded character. And is it taking place at the same time WandaVision taking place? We don't know. So, who knows?
1: Now that's also true. We don't really know what it's going to look like or if that's even going to matter. Do you know what I mean? Yeah.
0: And who's to say that she won't get called back later? I don't know. Who knows? But basically, we find out what these agencies are doing. They're trying to figure out what's going on with this Wanda place. One of the weird things that gets me is, you know, they're testing all these frequencies. And then Kat Dennings figure out that she needs an old TV.
1: Yeah, that there's a frequency a visual frequency laced underneath the cosmic frequency or whatever.
0: Yeah, so they start talking frequencies and because they talk about getting the message to her, which is who's doing this to you Wanda, blah blah blah. Also, I I skipped over this, but when Monica Rambeau got a fir- got to the scene first, she flew in a drone which changed in when it got to Wanda vision that
1: was the helicopter basically the whole thing of this episode If you watched it i mean you got it already but the fact that like we're seeing everything that was happening outside of the bubble during the first three episodes inside the bubble which is kind of cool so you got to see where the drone came from and the beekeeper and it's sort of putting all those pieces together which i thought was really clever and a good way to catch us up it didn't really answer any of our questions but it kept us it got us caught us up on who's on the outside who's on the inside
0: yeah who's doing what and what what are they trying to do? But she, somehow she gets an old TV and she figures out this is a sitcom being made, and it asks the question we already have: is like why is it a sitcom? And she's like, both her and Kat Dennings and Jimmy are what is this real? What is this character's name? I forget. Anyway,
1: uh, I'm gonna look it up right now. <laughs> all right.
0: Yeah, they're talking together and. He's like, "What do you think it is?" Randall Park is his real name. Jimmy Woo is the, the character. Ca- is the character's okay, cool, name? Cool. Yeah. Yeah. So Jimmy Woo and Cat Dennings are ch- chatting it up, and he's like, "What do you think it is?" And she <laughs> responds with, "I don't know. I've got the same information you do." So, <laughs> uh, I just want to ask you this, Chris: Do you think we'll get like an answer to why everything's a television show? Or is that just gonna be like what? That's what it was, and this is where we're at.
1: I think we will. I think that there's. I I, I would say no if it hadn't been for the introduction and the way they're using Cat Denning's character. Um, if you just put Jimmy Woo and some other people from Sword or whatever solving it, I would be like, oh, okay, cool. Like they stumbled onto this weird frequency, but the fact that she was talking about like how it was laced in with this other energy and like it seems to be projected, and then. Um, what was the other thing? There was another piece of that that made me think like we're gonna get more. I think it was oh oh oh, oh like so- something about the hexagons. Those came up in a big way. It was actually really fun to see the characters in the show ask the questions that we were asking watching the first. Right, yeah. the show has done a really great job of making the viewer either. Be forced to be a part of something in the story where they don't, they where you're, as you're watching, you're experiencing something that maybe feels like you shouldn't be. And then also, they're showing the characters outside the bubble asking our questions What's up with the hexagons? What's going on there? So, I think there's gonna be something that ties in that basically, you know, it's not only this reality that Wanda's built, and what's going on, but there's something else that's making it project itself in this way.
0: Yeah. So, now that I'm thinking about it, one of the, I did have a question about the hexagons. But Jimmy Wu is from. He's like the, representing the FBI, right? Yeah. And then Monica Rambeau was re- representing Sword. And then is there another agency involved?
1: I think there is. Yeah. Well, she said when Kat Dennings walked in, she goes like, "I saw a freaking special Air Force Special Operations CIA." Like she lists off all the other players they've that she's seen.
0: Uh. What? So Jimmy Wu puts. They have like the conspiracy board. And they've thrown up identities of who these people are in the shows, and we'll come back to that. But when like, back to the question of why the hexagon, I found it weird that they didn't notice too that Sward Headquarters isn't a hexagon as well. Oh, is it? Yeah, I, it took me to tw- I had to like rewind that to make sure, but it does look um, pretty close a hexagon like i looked at it and i was like but again she's inside when they're when he's like asking that question but again why why the hexagon
1: there's so many little things that like are buried in here like the hexagons are are gonna lead towards something there are theories about who the who's bad who's good like it's crazy i did so much googling to be like oh yeah what's this but then like if you actually go back and you just put there's a great article that literally lists out all the hexagons that were in episode four outside of the bubble, like hexagons on the director of swords carpet and his freaking diplomas are arranged in a hexagon. And like, they're saying, oh, maybe that makes him the bad guy. And like, there are so many ways to follow this stuff. It's kind of crazy to see because it makes you interested like, what's the answer going to be? Do you know what I mean?
0: It's got to be something.
1: What, what could it, what's going to happen?
0: I just sent you the picture. Take a look at that. And I mean, that's a hexagon, right?
1: I mean, yeah, it sure looks like one. So that's interesting it's, as well. Who who knows? They're, they're really laced. Out. They're lacing that. The number 2,800 is laced in there a lot. Um, and I'm sure when he answers to all these things, it's almost like that's a, that's a good mystery, right? It gives you the tools you need to solve it, but it ends up tying it all up together in the end for you. So you feel like you both got there at the same time. Yeah.
0: And you can theorize all you want. Um. Apparently, too, like we were talking about the identities of the people inside, Um. they throw up all their profiles, license and all that stuff. And I want to come back to this right now, because in our last episode, one of the theories we had was that they're all dead. Right. Mm-hmm. Which still could technically be the case, but I feel like when they pulled those files, they would have known right there you
1: know what that's a great point i i thought my my theory kind of went out the window at that because if they had been pulling their names it would have been in the it it would be weird if all of them were dead and the show didn't tell us that like i feel like that'd be cheating um if like in four episodes they were like oh yeah remember all these people are dead we would be like oh how could we possibly have known that so i kind of went out the window i mean the thing that we really can take away from this for sure is that vision is dead yeah um or it's, so there's one weird thing. Or do we know that he's a
0: well? I guess from episode three, we we could say that he was dead, but they don't know. Yeah. They don't know
1: that. Well, and the and and the fact that her reality slips a little bit in this episode, and you get to see him in his dead form.
0: Oh uh, right. Yeah, I uh, it's it's very it's all over the place right now. I can't put put a finger on it, but yeah, I feel like that they would have been informed that the, all these people were dead,
1: but. I completely agree. My, like that, it would have had to come up. It would have had to. You couldn't. It would have been so. It, it's gonna be so dumb if they. Now, now I'm gonna feel cheated if they end up being dead. Because I'll be like, "Oh, cool, they're dead," and they will be like, "Yeah, we didn't tell you." And it's like, "No, you didn't tell me." Unless.
0: Unless they died after.
1: Wanda got there. She did that to them. Maybe. I mean, there's one thing. She could have killed everybody. They're setting up a strange thing. I know there's going to be a twist, but you know they're really setting her up to be the villain, and I, I think it's an interesting play.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I've actually heard... There was a whisper. I don't think it's true, but here's the thing. The one thing we take away from this episode is the fact that we get about a 10-second extra scene where we get to see that Wanda is, in fact, the one that's in control, and she kicks Monica Rambeau out of her little simulation, and she's the one that's the bad guy and people on the outside can't see some of the things we've seen all that stuff. Well, I heard a theory that, you know, or not a theory, but it basically said like, "Ooh, Wanda Wanda is the villain here. Like she's actually the bad guy." And that made me think, "Oh my goodness, what if she is the bad guy?" Like
0: Yeah, she, I I read this too. What if it's
1: What if the Doctor Strange movie, what if it being called Into the Multiverse of Madness is actually referring to her madness? What if she's the bad guy of Doctor Strange 2? It's possible. I think there's that would be a trip, wouldn't it?
0: Yeah, I think there's still a lot of stuff pointing towards Mephisto. So I don't know.
1: Yeah, there is. There we we're going to keep getting more. I mean, with only 4 episodes left, at this point I think the show has to make the switch um uh, because you only have 3 episodes to your penultimate and one after that to close it out i i think that it has to take a shift now where it said okay the first three episodes we got you set up in the world and gave you mystery and then this fourth one we caught you up on the outside and now in the next four episodes we're going to balance in between the two and the ball's really going to start rolling on what's going on who are the villains and what can you expect in dr strange and the next phase of marvel
0: yeah i'm interested to see what they do because i know that there's they're supposed to go back with like like Roseanne, I think, is one set, right? Modern Family, maybe, even. Maybe. Or that could be a thing that to throw everybody off. I don't know. That's a good... Yeah, I would imagine they got to keep telling the story to move it forward. They're running out of time.
1: You have to. And, there, and that, that could be anything, too. We keep speculating because there's just so many Easter eggs they're planting on. One shot where Jimmy Woo is writing on the board, you can see it says, in parentheses, next to something you can't see, it says, scrolls, question yeah, yep, mark. yep. And it's like, oh, is everybody in the town a scroll? Like, is the person that Paul Bettany got to work with a Mendelssohn? Like, what, what is, what's going on here?
0: Yeah, uh, that's an. I mean, instead of zombies or being them being dead, they could technically uh, they could be scrolls, except for obviously Monica Rambeau. Sure. that makes sense too.
1: So it's gonna be uh like it like Westview could be a town for displaced scrolls. Uh, but who freaking knows, man? Like, yeah, the whole thing is is crazy.
0: And and it turns out that Westview is not even a real place. But there's technically an Eastview, which <laughs> I thought was there's an
1: Eastview. But like, well, no, that that was insinuating that she made them forget Westview existed. Oh, that could be it too. Like that they all knew there used to be a Westview, and then she just erased it because then Wu was like, why have why has she made this town disappear from her, from everybody's mind? Hmm. Or not she, but what's making this town disappear? Because, like, that's why Monica Rambo even asked that question. She's like, Where are you guys from? Eastview? And she was like, Yep, because you guys don't understand there'd be a town right next to Eastview called Westview. Like, that makes sense. Right.
0: Um, the other thing, too, is Jimmy has uh, someone in. What's it called? Um, drawing the blank. Custody, or not custody, but witness protection. Jimmy wu has got, really? got a person in witness protection in there, remember? He said that. Oh, really? Yeah.
1: I missed that. Interesting. Yeah, so some... Who went missing, that's right.
0: Uh, One person I read was, said that that's um, Catherine Hahn's husband that she's always talking about because we never see him.
1: Because we never get to see him, yeah. People think that's that's who the person uh, is. Yeah, that that's who it is. But I've heard also that that could be Fisto. Mephisto.
0: Yeah, yeah. I don't, Interesting. It's getting weird. We're man. gonna have
1: some. We're, it's gonna keep getting weird. I think. I think this next episode is gonna get us going on a big on on a big up, and then we're gonna be like, "Whoa, what is going on?" Like the the final peak to the top, and then it's down. Fi- the final the final run to the top. <laughs>
0: Who knows, man? I'm I'm very anxious or and ancient. I'm very anxious to see what else is gonna unfold in here, and I can't wait to figure out who this other um, actor is that Paul Bettany was talking about. Who, who yeah, I I,
1: I, what an exciting time, you know. I mean, in other shows, like even I can already foresee that when we watch Falcon and Winter Soldier, you mm-hmm. know. There's going to be mysteries and an intrigue piece and stuff. But for the most part, we're going to be watching a pretty straightforward Marvel action espionage spy movie, right? Like, mm-hmm. okay, they're trying to solve this thing and they're oh, they're trying to thwart Zemo and okay, but this one is just like everyone's having conversations about the idea of like what could it be? The mystery. All these little things. There hasn't been a Marvel property that was a mystery like this. And I think that's what makes this stand out as being so stellar. They're doing something different and they're doing it really well.
0: Yeah, it's a madness. It's madness, I tell you.
1: Madness, I tell you! Ha ha
0: ha! I keep seeing the picture of uh, Christian Bale as Mephisto for some reason. It
1: can't be—he's gold. I know,
0: right? But maybe that's not. (laughs) It looks like him to me. Maybe it's not him though. I don't know where the where the artwork came from, but anyway, is there any other uh, Easter eggs that you noticed, Chris? That stand out?
1: Nothing yet. Nothing yet, nothing. I didn't write any else other ones down, but there's going to be some there's going to be a lot more to come.
0: Definitely. Uh we'll keep you updated on our theory as we go like always, but we also love to hear your theories and what your favorite parts of the shows are, what Easter eggs you caught. Uh, hit us up at g at gmail.com or on Instagram at g/podcast. We'll be right back next week after these messages. Let me roast Bradley Baxter Mm -hmm. with my man Chris Bucky Watts. Peace. Peace.